Welcome to the YWAM Kansas City Podcast. We're here to activate our generation into missions and bring inspiration to live like Jesus in everyday life. All right, and we're back with Rob Parker, the author of Fully Funded Missionary, and there's a full course on it as well. And uh, today we're going to be talking about how to get fully funded as a missionary, or at least some of the basic principles that are there to succeed. Mm -hmm. And Rob, last video was really good. And for the listener out there, I want to encourage you to go back, check it out. It was such a good time. Uh, You were just hitting different things that would prevent us or obstacles that would keep us from being fully funded and believing it's even possible, which I think is a great starting place. Uh, Now today I want to pull from, I don't know how many hours you said of content you have, mm-hmm. uh, dozens of hours of content, probably 37 subjects you said. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I want to pull a little bit of that out of you just to, uh-huh. to give us some of your, your key principles. May I just ask that first, what are off the top of your head here, the, the key principles that you think are the most important for a missionary or someone looking to go into missions to be successful? Yeah, that is such a great question. And, um, uh, you know, we've been doing this 10 years now, since 2010. And, uh, you know, I've had to answer four or 5,000 questions, yeah, right. uh, literally. And um, here's one thing that I see really consistent that I think is key to long-term success is, number one, your, your mind and your heart get unlocked when you see how profoundly partnership is in the scriptures, how, how profoundly biblical it is. And I, I've found out until people become convinced biblically, they can't move forward with a lot of confidence. They might do it out of out of uh, afraid of being broke or uh, afraid of not obeying. But until they see that biblical uh, principle laid out there, they don't move forward with real confidence. Mm. Uh, the second thing I see that's really important is you have to have clarity and conviction about uh, the assignment God's given you. Uh, I've found that clarity and confidence are almost synonymous. Yeah, they run side by side. They run side by side. When you get really clear about what God's called you to, and you get clear about how God funds workers, those two things working together gives you tremendous confidence to move forward with partnership. Mm. The other thing that happens, interestingly enough, is when you have clarity and confidence, and when I say confidence, uh, Jonathan, I'm not talking about a personality type. I'm not talking about volume. I'm not talking about energy. I'm talking about the kind of confidence that we get when we approach the throne of grace. Come on. Yeah. We can confidently come before the Lord, not because you and I are so awesome, but because we know clearly what he's done for us and we know how he thinks and feels about us. That's the kind of confidence I'm talking about. But when you sit down and talk with a potential partner in an appointment, that confidence that you have about your calling and about how God wants to fund it, that confidence comes through the conversation and that confidence gives the hearer confidence to partner with you. Yeah. Um, our, our heart wants to be a part of what God's doing. And if we believe the person's trying to obey and we believe they're being humble and sincere, it's not hard for people to make that commitment. And so, number one, we've got to see that it's biblical. Number two, we've got to have clarity and conviction about our calling. Mm-hmm. 
number three, you have to get good training. There's a lot of partnership models out there that are really fundraisers. Some of them are very philosophical. Some of them are technology-driven, marketing-driven. Many models out there based on a sales model that we developed in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it's problem-solution-driven. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of trainings out there. But finding good training that honors the scripture, that honors both parties and can move forward in a holy way without strings attached or obligations and do it in a way that makes Jesus smile, uh, that's important. Mm. I think some of the, the, the sub points that are important is we have to have a model that gives people multiple opportunities to, to um, wrestle with the idea of partnering with you, to think it through, to look at budget, to look at your ministry. Uh, we don't make decisions in an instant. Whenever we make financial commitments, it's something that we consider a number of times. Hmm. And so if we have a strategy that doesn't allow for that, for example, the old traditional missionary letter that just goes out and says, hey, I'm a missionary. If you want to fund me, mail a check here. That gets very little response because it doesn't lead that person through the multiple points of contact that they need to make a decision. Hmm. And uh, so I think putting it before someone, starting a conversation, leading them through the process, and and making a direct ask and asking them to be a part of it, I think that's key. Um, a couple other things that lead to success is it takes a certain amount of time, and it requires a certain measure of diligence. Mm-hmm. Um, I liken it to building a house. If you and your wife had bought a lot here in Kansas City and you had some skills and you wanted to build your own home, uh, but you really only had like a half a Saturday that you could work on it, (laughs) okay? You're, You're going to get some of that house built, but before you can get it finished, the weather is going to ruin what you've built. And unless you're paying cash, uh, the loan institution, they're going to want certain amount of progress made before they release any more money. And so as sincere as you are and as skilled as you are, if you don't give it proper time, you'll never get the house built. Mm. And so when I see people take the proper time, a season, carve it out, devote days or weeks to it, uh, or what have you, whatever the combination might be, um, they're more successful. Mm. Uh, I've seen people try to do it in one or two hours. I think one or two hours a week is great if your team's already built and can add a partner here or there and can strengthen some relationship. But if you're at zero and you're trying to build $4,000 a month, $3,000 a month, uh, in an hour or two every Friday afternoon, it won't get done. Mm. Um, The other point that I think is really, really important is as much as it is possible, taking the time to go face to face. Hmm. And and I do this really for two reasons. Number one, face to face communication is far better than texting, than email. Mm -hmm. I realize those are convenient, but they're not always quality. And so much is lost in electronic communication. So when it comes down to really communicating what the assignment is 
and asking them to be a part of it and why face to face really helps. Mm-hmm. The other the other part of the face to face is the issue of respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person I'm talking to about partnership, they're not an ATM machine. Mm-hmm. They don't owe me anything. They're not relationally obligated. I do know that they've been commissioned by the Lord to be involved in a great commission. Mm-hmm. And I do know that part of their life in God is generosity. But it doesn't have to be with me. Mm-hmm. There's thousands of places it could happen. Mm-hmm. And so out of respect for a brother or sister in Christ... I want to sit down. I want to share with them mm-hmm. what we're involved in and what we're doing. I want to share with them what they could participate in. And I want to answer their questions. And it you just can't beat the face-to-face. Now, don't get me wrong. There's times that I might do a video chat, mm-hmm. you know, and we've done that. And, and even this particular season of COVID we've come through, uh, it's worked. Um, but as much as possible, I want to go to them. I want to sit with them. I want to share with them. I want to answer their questions. I want to honor them, and I want to show respect. Yeah, amen. That's good. So some some highlighted things that are I'm hearing right now is, one is you're saying it's it's not about personality. So going back a little bit, it's not about your personality type. Nope. You know, it's it's really about the call of God in your life, right? And being able to communicate that properly with clarity and. And as you do that and even have that confidence before God, really, mm-hmm. it then overflows in your conversations with mm-hmm. people. And then from there, as you're beginning to step out, you're wanting to do it in the most honoring way possible. And, yes. And the best way to do that, really the whole process is honoring, is what I'm hearing you say. But one of the key things you're saying is face-to-face, mm-hmm. sharing with that person. And I agree. There's so much that happens. I mean, I... I Gosh, with text mess, yeah, text messaging, emails, we're getting bombarded with those things on a regular basis. I don't know how many emails I get mm-hmm. a day, but too many, right? <laughs> right, and I look at them about two and a half seconds probably each. Right, and uh, and even letters in the middle, I think it's 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 good, but I think the what you're saying with the face to face thing, mm-hmm. actually sitting down, having a conversation, uh, I related. I was thinking a little bit of the analogy of like a. Uh, like a, a college, a university that mm-hmm. wants a high school, um, like a top prospect. They really like them and they mm-hmm. want them to come to their team and be part of their team. Like they wouldn't just send a letter. They would go meet with them. They would mm-hmm. have them visit. They would do all these sorts mm-hmm. of things like that because they want to honor them in the process. Yeah. And so I love that. I think yeah. that's awesome. I don't know if you want to add anything to that. But. Yeah. Anything that we value that's really important, we do face-to-face. Hmm. Uh, international diplomacy. Mm-hmm. You don't do that in texting. Interesting, yeah. There's there's too much at risk. Uh, marriage proposals. Mm. I really hope you're not doing in texting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you are, then maybe you're not ready for marriage. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's another podcast. That we, um, evangelism. Yeah. For the most part, 99% of it face-to-face. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so when the message is too important, the results are too important, uh, the outcome too important, we do those things face-to-face. Yeah, that's good. And uh, I see partnership in the exact same way. It's mm-hmm. too important because we're really talking about how God wants his family to love one another, to honor one another, for everyone to run in their lane. And when we run in our lanes, he knows He knows how to orchestrate. Mm-hmm. He knows where to put everybody. Mm-hmm. But when we do that together, we'll 
accomplish far more together as a team mm. than we will as individuals scattered about. Amen. So good. It's awesome. Well, I have another question here. Yeah. So for our guys that have been tuning in for part one and now part two of this podcast, and they're they're there, they're ready. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we want to we want to jump in. They're either saying yes to missions and saying, okay, how do I get started? Or maybe they've been in missions and they're saying. I mean, where do I get started anyways? You know, mm-hmm. maybe they've done this okay or they haven't done it well at all. Mm-hmm. Where would you say is the best starting place for them to uh, get going on this? Yeah. Well, you know, Jonathan, I would always point them towards my online training. Um, regardless of whether they're at the beginning or whether they're two or three years into ministry and struggling, the training has so much help for them. It'll help renew their mind, get their heart in the right spot, get a biblical foundation, and get a very clear and systematic strategy in front of them. The way the training's laid out, um, it's very easy to follow, and it's literally very Mm step-by-step. And uh, often that's what we need is Mm -hmm. somebody to show us where to start. (laughs) And that's what that training does. It shows you where to start, and it leads you through the biblical. It leads you through the practical. And then, of course, the phase two of that training says, all right, now let's take your name list. Let's break it down into groups. Let's look at your contacts in each city. Here's about what you want to do each week. Here's about how many churches you want to talk to. Mm. And it really walks them through and gives them lots of examples of a good letter and here's what a bad one looks like mm-hmm. and and so forth. But even, even apart from that, I, I would encourage everyone to educate themselves on the topic as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I make this joke, you know, 13 years ago, before I dived in, uh, I I got every book I could find on the topic. And when I'd read both of them, you know, I was <laughs> I was dissatisfied. But that's that's changed. There's there's eight or 10 books out there that are mm-hmm. that are helpful. Mm-hmm. And so um, educate yourself on the topic, mm-hmm. um, you know, get a diverse uh, sample mm-hmm. of what's out there uh, because they vary. Uh, find out what the scriptures say about it. Mm-hmm. And um, Jonathan, you know, I'm a, I'm a Bible guy. I'm I'm a teacher guy. If you can show me a couple verses in context, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, and when it comes to emotionally charged subjects like money, um, I need more than somebody's testimony. Mm-hmm. I need some Bible verses in context. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I don't want to just take somebody's word and say, hey, this worked for me. Mm-hmm. I, I want to launch from, you know, the scriptures. I want to do this the way that God intended. I want to have the right kind of relationship with the body of Christ. I don't want to just figure out how to get money. I want to be the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so I just devoured everything I could find. I read every book I could I could find. I looked at models and... And I chose pieces that I thought made sense to me. And then I launched out, made hundreds of mistakes, mm-hmm. made adjustments. And over a process of time, we, we landed with something that works pretty well. But, but uh, educate yourself. Find everything you can. Mm-hmm. Get comfortable with the topic. Know what you're doing and why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. No, that's really good. I mm-hmm. love that. So, yes, if they're just getting started, dive in, learn, study in scripture like you're saying study there's different books out there obviously mm-hmm. your course mm-hmm. is pretty thorough in terms mm-hmm. of even bible study i really mm-hmm. appreciate old and new testament 
uh, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. Um, w- kind of ending this second podcast here, what we're, our, our foundation is Bible. And yeah. uh, so people do that. But I would love a testimony, actually. If there's one off the top of your head here uh-huh. that would stir our faith a little bit to be like, okay, if that person can do that, then I think I could do that. Is there is there a story off the top of your head that you're thinking that would be encouraging for people yeah. as they're launching out? Yeah. I, I'm going to give you a testimony and then one kind of example. Okay. But the example first. Uh, often people will think if you're a high-profile person, platform, worship leader, preacher, teacher, you know, big platform, that it's going to be easier for people to know you, appreciate what you do, and it's going to be easier for you to raise funds. My experience has been the total opposite. Hmm. Uh, In the 13 years that I've been at this, it's the no-name person that works in the cubicle of that back corner office that's better funded. Hmm. And, um, And it's usually because they don't have their own personal confidence. They don't have charisma. So they, yeah. yeah, so they do exactly what they were trained to do Mm -hmm. because they don't have a strong opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, they just do what they were trained to do. But there's one particular example that comes to mind. It's so funny. It's so interesting because God, you know, often will put two opposites together to highlight the contrast. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, you see David and Saul emerging mm-hmm. at the same time, and you mm-hmm. see these two contrast. But I was I was having a conversation with uh, an experienced missionary after 20 years had done partnership development training for the first time, uh, but didn't do it well, had a really bad experience, and was really quite frustrated with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were telling me why it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, a young woman who had just finished my training a few weeks ago, she walked up and it was obvious she wanted to talk to me. And she said, can I interrupt for a second? I said, sure. And she said, Mr. Parker, I started my campaign. I've had 10 appointments and I already have $3,800 a month in support. And I've got like 150 more letters to send. What do I do? And I said, well, the Lord's obviously giving you favor for a reason. Let's talk about about that. Let's make a, make an appointment. Let's figure out what the Lord's doing. She goes, I've already got so much money. I don't know what to do. And I said, it, it'll be okay. I said, keep doing the process and keep moving forward. You and I talk in a couple of days. Now that's very unusual. Right. But what the encouraging part is, is when I followed up with her a couple of days later, she confessed to me mm-hmm. that she did not believe partnership development would work she wasn't even convinced that it was biblical and she was absolutely sure that nobody would partner with her and she confessed to me she said i did your training and i did it exactly to the letter to prove to you it doesn't work Mm -hmm. and when i did it to the letter she said it exploded she wound up with eight thousand dollars a month in support and, but but I, I think it's yeah, funny, you know. Yeah, she's trying to prove you wrong. Yeah, yeah she went to wow. set out to prove me wrong. So even people with the wrong heart. Yeah, yeah and it still worked. Yeah, it's and crazy. Now, that's unusual. And, right. to, and to be fair, Jonathan, the Lord was doing something so extraordinary with that young yeah, woman. And, uh-huh. and that money was needed. It expanded her vision, and she was able to put her hand to something that she never dreamt possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just I thought it was interesting no, how— Here's a veteran that wants to do it, but has a bad attitude. 
here's a young person that's scared to death, but does exactly what I say. And it worked out. Amen. Well, thanks for sharing that, Rob. Really appreciate yeah. it. And thank you for coming on. So much good wisdom. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to our YWAM Kansas City podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe, share, and leave a rating. If you are watching, please like, comment, share, and subscribe, and be sure to turn on our post notifications to catch our podcasts as soon as they're released. We'll see you next time.